Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to the very first episode of Parallel Proof, a project that I believe is approving, well, at least to me, of how the ordinary, average lives of everyone can and does parallel words written by great people and inspired by God Himself. So I want to tell you a true story that happened in my life back in January 2002, and this is how I remember it. Here I am, fresh out of the six-month police academy in Sacramento, California, and I'm riding as a passenger with my field training officer month one into real-life hands-on training. I have zero clue what I'm doing as a police officer on patrol. And that's why you have training in the field for another six months after the academy. So you can practice. It's graveyard and near 3 a.m. in the morning and it's cold. And the January cold really probably felt colder than it was due to nervousness. I was extremely nervous. This is my first month in training. And remember, I have no clue how to handle anything. My training officer, who shall remain unnamed, and you'll see why later, was driving and found a place to park next to a business, obviously closed in the middle of the night. He's backing up the patrol vehicle and inches his way fairly close to a large commercial garbage dumpster. You know those type that are back behind supermarkets or malls or whatever. I don't know. He's probably about 10 feet away and he parks it. My trainer proceeds to exit the vehicle, and of course, being the good trainee I am, I jump out of the car as well. My trainer's like, bro, you're going to hold it for me as well? Apparently, he was going to relieve himself in a hidden spot out of public view, obviously, so no one can see. Yes, I realize this shouldn't be done, but hey, at 3 a.m., what bathroom is open anyway? Well, that's not the point. After he was finished, I decided, well, I really have to go too. So I exit the car and take my place right next to the dumpster. And I unzip and I let it rip. And as the steam is rising up between me and the metal dumpster, something odd happens. The hairs on the back of my head begin to stand up. And I get this crazy thought. What if there's a dead body in this dumpster? I know. Extremely unlikely, but hey, after I zip up, I pull out my flashlight from its holster on my duty belt, and the top of the dumpster is eye level, so I grab the top of the container, step up on a small ledge at the bottom, and raise myself up to see over the side. It felt like the movies in slow motion. I shine my light onto the garbage in this half-filled dumpster, starting at the wall closest to me. As I projected the light at the pile, oh my God, I see sock-covered feet with legs attached, and as I move the light away from me and across the garbage, I observe the body of a human and a head laying face down in the garbage, a body laying on the garbage. What Did I just stumble across someone dead, like dumped in the trash? Next thing I know, 
the head turns and looks straight at me. Holy mother of God. I jump back in a complete panic and try to pull my gun from the holster, backing away from the container, and I start yelling. I was probably screeching, let me see your hands, let me see your hands, let me see your hands. I'm trying to point my gun, I'm shaking. My trainer, who thinks I'm trying to play a joke on him, stays in the car until he hears an unknown voice say, okay, 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 I'm coming out, I'm coming out, as some mid-40s man stands up in a pile of garbage. We pull him out and stand him in front of the can between the container and the car. I'm shaking. My trainer's calm, of course. Garbage dude is standing in our urine. Him placed in the urine is by accident, of course. (laughs) Anyway, we retrieve his name, but what can we do? We really can't run his name for warrants. I mean, how do we explain how we found the guy? After taking a leak out in public? Right. That's not going to fly, so... We let him go. Nearly a minute later, it was eating at my trainer. We have to know about this guy we stumbled upon. So what do we do? We run his name. And we can play it off like we are just doing some investigating on locals. But sure enough, Garbage Man has a felony warrant for his arrest. But he is gone. We searched for him for an hour and even brought canine in on the sly. But nope. Dude was in the wind. He knew he was wanted by the law, and he just got a get-out-of-jail-free card. And so, that's the way I remember that story. But here's my parallel. I remember reading about when Israel was looking for a king. They had to assemble everyone together, and someone asked God if the man to be chosen king was among the crowd, and God said, no, he has hidden himself among the baggage. And if you want to look that up, that's First Samuel 10.22 to be exact. And God was talking about Saul. God has called us all to make some sort of difference in our world. He even called the dude hiding in and laying on the garbage when I was a cop. Everyone has a purpose and everyone has an existence for being created. I doubt garbage man's purpose was to be laying in a refuse, hiding himself from being discovered. And Saul hid from his calling, and people had to run and get him and bring him out from where they found him among the baggage. He started off hiding with the mindset of not being located. And if you read about him, it never really went well after that. So I have a few questions for myself and for you. What is your calling? What were you created to do with the life given to you? What talent or talents that you possess are to be used? My proof of parallel is find out how you are supposed to be making a difference in your little world and don't hide from it. There is baggage all around us, time constraints, monotony, exhaustion, negativity, easy justification. But don't allow the baggage or the garbage that surrounds us weigh us down and be an excuse to hide from what God has called us to do. Come out of hiding, step out on your own, and take control of your purpose and what that future is supposed to look like. So here's why parallel proof is meaningful to me. I'll have a little conversation here, and I'm not going to have this on every podcast, but life is packed with daily activities. Each of us encounter different experiences every day, some mundane, some hilarious, some tragic, some boring. As we look back in our lives as 
time is unrelenting and continuing on, there are significant reference points in our lives we can locate as markers we will never forget. Again, some tragic, some funny, some life-altering, and some just plain old stupid, but unforgettable. Yet here we are, average, ordinary humans going about our daily lives. Our lives are made up of these significant reference points in the past that make us who we are. The history of my life, the story that has been written shaping who you are today, took place five seconds ago, six months ago, a year, ten years ago, thirty years ago, whatever. You can't go back and change anything. But your future hasn't been written yet, so every decision you make will be based on your past experiences. The 66 books written by great men and women, allegedly inspired by God, were written well before we ever existed. Yet, there's a parallel between our existence up until now to the very words God has meant for every one of us. The Bible is meant to relate to reference points in your past, so your future can be whatever you want it to look like. We can correlate our remembrances to the very words of God, which in turn will make the Bible come alive on a personal level. You don't relate to the Bible. The Bible relates to you. There is a harmony between his words and our past that can be connected together to better our future. It is a belief of mine that God has personally spoken to each and every one of us, and all we have to do is parallel his words with our past experiences. We have to make God's words relevant and meaningful. We have to purposely fit them into the encounters that make us who we are. Only then will we realize that God has truly, actually spoken to each one of us individually. So what did God say to you through a past experience? Put it together. Well, thank you for listening. Subscribe now if you want to hear more in our next episode. Also, if you have an experience you want to share, drop me an email at parallelproofpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm looking forward to having you here next week.